Five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. I'm up in the North Woods today, so go with it. We're going to have a little bit of technical challenges, which we always do, but hopefully it'll come through loud and clear, and that's the best we can do. Okay, let's start off with something I really good spot, really liked it. Uh, it's actually from Folgers. And I learned a lot on this spot, and it's like the best, it's, you know, the best part of waking up is folders in your cup. Well, this is the best part of, the best part of marketing is when you get to tell a, a great story that's been forgotten. So here we go. The, the woman is loading her cart up, and, you know, you can see this comically, uh, the, the coffee aisle is overloaded with folders. So here we go. <laughs> And the young couple gives her a funny look, like, what is, why would you want Folgers? It turns out that the pandemic has encouraged young people to actually try making coffee at home. <laughs> My daughter has a whole coffee barista set up. She says she can't even go to the fancy places because they don't make it as good as she makes it. So it turns out that Folgers is one of the top employers in Louisiana where it was founded, which I did not know. And so the so the commercial is shot in New Orleans. And of course, New Orleans has the greatest food in the world, in my opinion. I've been around the world, uh, and it's the greatest. New Orleans, bar none, best food in the world. And uh, there's a lot of other things I don't like about New Orleans, but the food is the best. So, man, that was such a great commercial. Uh, that was such a great commercial about Folgers. And um, it's inexpensive coffee. Uh, and I have off and on used, uh, tried it. Maybe I'll give it another try. I like the can. It's a cool can. So, anyway, um, like I said, the best part about, the best part about working with... Uh, about working with marketing is sometimes you get to tell a story. Um, they said that they 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 um, they said that nobody knew that Folgers was a was made in in New Orleans. So let's get the oops. We got to get the we got to get the PDF set up here. There we go. Okay, as I said. Be a little challenges up here in the Northwoods, but the the idea was that uh, it's not your grandma's coffee anymore. Now, nothing wrong with grandma, and nothing. <laughs> my grandma made her coffee on a percolator, so it was always burnt, uh, which is kind of the way Starbucks is, you know, always burnt. But uh, you know, she made it on the stove, and it would. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know if you've ever even seen a percolator. But Mr. Coffee came out with Joe DiMaggio, and we went all in on drip coffee. And now there's all kinds of other alternatives. But anyway, it's a great article, and I'll post it up on the WDMA website. And uh, here the, the ad guy says, I haven't spoken to anybody who knew that Folgers was made in New Orleans, says Roberts. Um, we've been telling the story about how we are the best part of waking up for a long time. We never told the story behind what makes us the best part of waking up. 
which I really like that. I really like that sentiment. I really do. Obviously, I do. Okay, I ran across this article, Chocked Full of Ideas by John Cole, 13 Ways to Generate Leads with Social Media, Email, or Direct Mail. And, of course, I always go looking for direct mail content, but there isn't any. There's a lot of ideas in here. Offer a white paper or special report. Offer a free tip sheet. Offer a pamphlet. Offer a how-to article or guide. Offer a reference manual. I mean, basically, you know. Okay, if you're thinking of things that you need to offer, this is a good list. Um, but, you know, I've tried all kinds of lead pop-ups and lead uh, generation. And, you know, now maybe mainly I reach out and I say, you know, if you want to talk to me, just get on LinkedIn and send me a little message and I'll be there. And that seems to work about as well as anything. So... Uh, I try to be accessible, try to do my videos every day and let you know what's happening in the world of direct mail. So this is an interesting article from the standpoint of once you decide to execute, but there's nothing specific to mail except that it's mentioned. So, okay, now we'll conclude with this one. I like this one better. Consistent Small Business Success and um, by Fadila Ali. Fadila Ali, don't know Fadila, just came across it because of the mail. Here's something you might not know. In 3000 BC, an Egyptian landowner wrote an advertisement on papyrus offering gold for the return of a runaway slave. This event is the earliest known form of direct marketing. So, in 3000 years ago is a long time. That's like, I mean, 3000 BC is like 5000 years ago. I didn't even, I mean, I don't even, didn't know that, and I have an ancient history degree that the Egyptian dynasties went back that far. I don't know if that's true, but it seems to me the Sumerians got started about 2000 BC. So I doubt that this is accurate, but, you know, point is, from earliest recorded civilization, we have people trying to buy and sell uh, through advertising. And um, we also have documentation that mainly human, <laughs> excuse me, human existence is slavery. So if you're not a slave today, you can be thankful. Um, you know, it's, it's no longer possible to just trade money for, you know, for your servitude. Oh, well, I guess that, well, it's no longer possible to just have, you know, demand that you show up at a certain, oh, I guess that. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, direct marketing is as old as slavery. So thank God for that. Uh, and uh, then the author also says direct marketing in the pandemic saw a 2.2% increase, you know, not to mention that it was down like 50%. But anyway, so it goes on and it talks about direct response marketing. Now, there's a lot of different and I'll just take a little pause here. There's a lot of different terms that get thrown around. Grant Johnson on the board of the Wisconsin Direct Marketing Association says we should rename it and take away the direct marketing because nobody knows what it is and you can't, you can't find anything. Uh, he likes, what does he like? He likes response marketing, I think. He's got the responsory, sponsatory, whatever. Uh, I never can quite remember what he's got. But, uh, but it, you know, he's got his own little buzzwords. And uh, uh, Adweek and I have been talking about doing more work together um, with, and they use the term performance marketing, which I kind of like, makes a little bit of sense. It's 
But, you know, the, the, the radical truth of the, the whole thing is, uh, when I worked at the general agency, they said, well, you talk about res- generating response, you talk about measurable response, you talk about performance and ROI and all that. We do all that. You know, I said, what do you mean? It's, well, we run a TV commercial for a grand opening or something, and a lot of people show up. And we like that. We like that the people show up. It shows that our advertising works, right? And it, you know, uh, when when uh, Cub Foods came into Chicago, this this ad agency kind of single handedly turned back the tide. Nowhere had Cub Foods not been defeated, and uh, but in this case they were. It's a French. It was a French company at the time. I don't know if it still is. I know they're, they're, they are still around some places, but the way we did it for Dominic's Finer Foods was put up big ads of strawberries and stuff. Took away all our price advertising and also used zone pricing so that the the stores in proximity to a cub had absolute match prices with the milk and eggs and the commodities that cub made a big deal about. We might have charged a little more for the A1 sauce and the and the condiments and the weird stuff. But, you know, for most of the of the Dominic's customers, uh, because we were, we were absolutely on par with Cub Foods in that store, they said, well, there's no point in going over to Cub. We're not going to save any money, and we know that Dominic's is better food. And so our ads were all about what the care we take to, uh, with produce and with other things uh, in, the, in the Dominic's sort of, you know, I met Dominic uh, <laughs> I forget his, his full name, but anyway, uh, you know, in the in the home, in the neighborhood grocery kind of ethos that Dominic's had. So uh, they said, "Well, we do direct. We, you know, I mean, we we do all the stuff you you claim to do." <clears throat> and you know, I went around to Moa a couple of years ago, and I did a survey, and I asked people what direct marketing meant, and they said generating a measurable response. And I would contend that all advertising attempts to generate a measurable response. They may not measure it, but they want to have influence. They want people to remember the ad. They want people to remember the brand. Uh, like the Folgers ad. Is there a response device to get free Folgers, you know, or a 50 cent off coupon or anything? No, nothing. There's nothing that you have to do for that ad. And, you know, sometimes that's nice. You know, you sit there and watch it and you find out, hey, they're from New Orleans. New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I love it, man. That's the best food in the world. And now I have a, I have a, an ingrained message. Plus, you know, when you go to the grocery store, fill your cart with Folgers. I mean, they sent that message loud and clear. So will there be a response? Oh, you bet there will. You want to bet Folgers sales jumps up? I bet they will. Absolutely. So don't tell me general advertising doesn't have uh, an interest in generating measurable response. That is the stupidest thing you could ever say. That somehow direct marketing is is uh, response generating and all other advertising isn't. It's just different. Different kind of response. And, you know, if you're a direct mail marketer, you might get mad at this, at this show. But the truth is everybody wants to generate a response. That's why we spend the money on advertising. And it doesn't matter what kind of advertising. Some will do it better than others, I would I agree with that. But that doesn't mean that every kind of advertising isn't designed for some kind of response. Even the, you know, the Coke banner ad that the distributor puts up on the Little League diamond in your little town. Still, it's 
meant for you to remember Coke. Coke supports your little league. Will will it be measurable in any sense of uh, boosting the 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 Coke sales at the Piggly Wiggly? I doubt it, right? But it does generate a response. You know, makes the little league feel look more spiffy. So anyway, uh, so this article doesn't really kick the can along very well as far as clarifying. You know, that if you if you if you search on direct sales, you'll find companies like Amway and Shackley and Tupperware that sell direct to the consumer. Although I would contend that the street vendors in New York City are the most direct sales that there is, period. Retail is is much more direct than door to door. It's much more direct than direct mail. Uh, and uh, and yet, you know, we've hijacked those terms with direct marketing. So what what I would say, though, when we boil it all down, is that direct marketing is a mm, attempts to do an isolation of causal variables. <clears throat> I wrote the seminal article, or I contributed to writing with Connie Bauer at Marquette, uh, and we argued that direct marketing attempts to do scientifically valid experimentation that isolates causal variables and that gets smarter over time. And that that's the real essence of direct marketing. It isn't the response. It's that we utilize the response to get a lot, lot smarter. And I'd, I'd stand by that. You know, it was, I don't know, what, 20 years ago when I wrote it, maybe more. Um, and it took five years for the uh, Journal of Direct Marketing to publish it. <clears throat> But it's cited in languages I don't speak, and I think it provided a good starting point for the conversation. So if you want advertising, if you want to know what your advertising is doing, if you want to know which factors are the most important in your advertising, if you want to know which offer is far and away the most attractive to your market, we let the market speak to us, then direct marketing is a place you want to at least be in some form. It doesn't mean you have to do all of your all of your advertising in direct marketing, but direct marketing is the best is the best laboratory for marketing, I would say. Other than walking out there as the CEO and asking people what they think, that might be the best. Try and sell try and sell your stuff on the street and see how you do. But short of that, it's it's the best way to get vast statistically valid information. And the best way to do those tests is with mail. That's, and I can defend that. And maybe the only way to do really, really good AI and machine learning is with mail. So enough for today from the, from the, from the Northwoods. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.